Have you ever heard of totems? Is human design something you've ever pondered about? Has the idea of separating money as an entity from what we work as ever popped into your thoughts? If not, hold on to your hats because you're in for a treat. I'm so excited to share the second half of the chat I recorded last week with Christian Pinachos. If you didn't catch last week's episode, I highly recommend you check it out. Christian told us all about her story and how she got where she is now, her awakening journey, along with finding life clues and pieces to the puzzle. She told us about her highs and lows and how she discovered her best favorite thing through her hardest of moments. What I loved about last week's episode with Christian was her reflection on imagine how the world would look like or imagine what the world would look like if we honored what we really wanted in life. Imagine all of us decided to work in our true life's calling or what we absolutely love and we fulfilled our deepest heart's desires imagine we addressed that fear that stops us from doing what we really want and wish for deep down in our heart and souls how would the world be how much happier would people be and how how impactful would that be to the collective energy in the whole world. I know it sounds literally impossible, but I really do feel this is the way we're going. And the more we focus on what we love doing, whether it's for work or even outside work, some people need to earn a living and they don't have a choice, or maybe they feel like they don't have a choice. And that's absolutely fine. If you're one of those, you're doing a really good job and I have loads of respect for you for sticking at it and trying your best but imagine we started just a half an hour a day of doing something what we really wanted to do doing something we really loved what if we engaged in those dreams we've always wanted imagine i just think it would be revolutionary and and it makes me wonder sometimes i wonder if extremely wealthy people you know those big billionaires at the top are they even truly happy I know you're probably laughing thinking yeah of course they're happy they have everything they wanted and they need but do you ever wonder if any of them wish they worked in something different can you imagine the pressure and the stress and the constant just working all day long and maybe some people don't all those wealthy people or the people in those big companies in the world maybe they don't work all day long but what I'm trying to get at is money isn't the be all and end all and it doesn't make us deeply content or fulfilled really deep down unless we're doing something fulfilling with it like you could we could set up a charity and change something in the world that could be fulfilling through money There are lots of things we can do with money that can lead us 
on the path of fulfillment. But yes, it's a question that I've been wondering. I wonder how the world would be if we all just did what we loved. What's your wish? What dream do you have? Is there anything you'd absolutely and utterly love to start doing? Please let me know in the show's comments or please get in touch on my website or Instagram. In this second part of the two-part series with Christian, Christian and I chat about totems, human design, and how valuable they are in our lives, practically speaking. How we might get stopped in our tracks sometimes, and why we can't move forward when we really, really want to. And she also goes through how to separate money as a separate entity from our business in order to enjoy our life's passion more. I'm so excited for you to listen. I'll see you soon. Human design, yeah. So there are, um, each type has a way they're meant to engage with the world. So the, the two generator types are meant to respond mm-hmm. to their environment as in something isn't presented in front of them and they have to tune in to their insides. I love human design as an embodiment modality. Like I see the, okay, before we get to that question, I do want to say this. A lot of people in human design that are readers, they will tell you they're very valuable in validating who you are. They're going to say a lot of things in readings Mm -hmm. to tell you, this is who you are. This is how you operate. And it will feel like this deep, resonant, validating feeling. And it's very beautiful. I approach human design from the utility, the action part. How do I use this in a practical way? And so there's the respond, the people that respond. It's like, it, it speaks to action. Like we're, when people engage in human design first, they're very like into that, the knowledge of it. And my, my um, zone of genius in, the, in how I operate is not the knowledge part. Cause I feel like we, we knowledge ourselves into oblivion. And the gold in getting, to, like, getting closer to our dreams and out of our ways is through action. And so I, I, and there's other, uh, there's a projector, another human design type, and they're there to wait for the invitation. And when you like listen to all these types and how they're meant to engage with the external environment, it all sounds like the same thing, but there are nuances to it. But waiting for the invitation essentially projectors will be doing what they are very good at. There's something that projectors are very good at, whatever they're drawn to. And they have this very leadership energy, but they're not meant to, they, they, they're meant to do this thing that they're very good at, display it, and somebody sees them in their beautiful display of whatever that gift is and then they invite them into this thing 
-hmm. and it doesn't even have to be in service it could be like in anything like you could be at a party yeah and then you'll get the invitation i honestly can't remember off the top of my head the other three i'm a manifester (laughs) i think i think you're a manifester um actually i think manifestors are the only ones that are meant to take initiative like we live in this capitalist capitalistic society where you gotta um um uh, go ham you gotta be very full masculine mode hustle and grind but a lot of the types will t- teach you actually you're meant to take a step back and be present manifestors are the ones that are initiators the only type that are initiators and they only make up like i think three five percent of the world's population that are actually manifestors and even then manifestors go through seasons so they have a season of where they have ideas and then they take action and they rest yeah so even then they're there there is a season of reflection they're always they're not always um they're not always reflecting and then there's reflectors another type who are i think theirs is environment i can't remember they have to be in the right environment to understand who they are they're totally open they can take in the energy of any person that includes identity thoughts uh fears they can take in anything all of their centers are open complete so their ident yes the complete empath even physically like they'll they whatever that however that looks like for that person like i don't want a blanket statement everybody because like i do notice that they have blanket statements for um say manifesting generators they have blanket statements for manifesting generators who have all this energy and um and they can go 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 and they and then they're meant to keep going and until they you're super dead tired and fall asleep that's like how they're supposed to go about their day i haven't figured that out for myself i'm tired all the time but i'm realizing <laughs> i do have a friend who is a manifesting generator who is go 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 all the time but i am understanding now it's because i've been engaging in activities that don't bring me joy and joy gives manifesting generators energy maybe that's why i'm tired all the time that's why i need naps all the time <laughs> but she does her day is littered with things that she loves she's a teacher she tutors she does karate she cooks she does all the things that she absolutely loves so and and i'm like i just look at her i'm like just exhausted looking at her but <laughs> like her day i was like that's exhausting So like part of my path is always also figuring out and that's why I love this. I'm so excited for going into this year is because I'm very intentionally like remember when I said like I'll try to move forward with my business and then I'll get stopped dead in my tracks. Okay. All right, I hear you universe. I hear you. <laughs> <laughs> and I had a moment last week and I know I was talking about this um with you guys with the group but I had a moment where I was like I was led to just sit down in a cafe and just I had a lot of things to write down. There was like something I've been having this energetic lump in my throat that's really bothering me. 
But that day, I was like, I'm gonna go to the cafe shop. I feel like I have a lot of things to write. And out spilled the grand blueprint plan of my business and what it looks like. I was like, what the hell? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> like in general, but not like all the nitty gritty details. I'm really good at big, big picture things. Wow. So I was like, okay, it's there. And then it's really interesting what happened in my world after that. Everybody's like, oh, great, you got the plan. Now do it. <laughs> oh, great, you got the plan. Now do it do it like everybody kept saying awesome now i can't wait to hear it like that's what what it translated in my brain i don't know if that's what they meant and i suddenly felt this pressure and i was like okay no pressure is not where i'm moving forward this year we're moving forward with joy yes so i'm like yes we're moving forward with Joy. And I did operate out of pressure last year of trying to make this happen. And now that I removed the pressure of money, like I really figured that out, that um, not letting money be... I had to really... like oh, Last year was a, a big, huge relationship with money thing. And I really had to separate. I came to the point of finally separating my business from money to remove the pressure of what it wants to be. And I do want to say businesses are their separate entity. And if you treat it as such, you can do this. You can get into that space where you can think of it that way. It is a separate entity. And I can say that because you can look up the human design of your business <laughs> and it wants to be its own energy. I think mine has changed because I did new LLC, changed the LLC and um, and I got paid. They say um, your first payment under your new LLC will be the new human design. Like that's the new birth date for your business so now i now now i'm like okay now i need to look this up now i think now i'm thinking about it now i can because before my previous business i was forcing to make happen was actually a generator so i want to know what my has a generator energy i love human design as a tool for relating to it's so beautiful for that because when you understand okay this is you start with yourself with human design understanding yourself and then you come into this world well well, I'm a manifest. This is how I operate. Um, example: My um, partner's a projector, infinitely tired all the time, no energy. But I honor him in that place, and it's actually helped my relationship very much to understand that we are not the same. It's actually the the type, like the the um, the definition of human design is. This is the science of differentiation. This is how we are all different and that it is okay. So it's so freaking beautiful. I love it. I really lean on to the basics of human design because there's so much good, goody, juicy words of wisdom in the basics of all things. But I do that with human design because people get lost in all the, the information of all the there's a lot to it. You can learn human design for your rest of your life and still not learn everything. That's how vast it is. And then there's like the separate branch called the gene keys that people are often drawn to. And I feel like it has the energy of astrology. They both 
have astrological roots, but yeah. um, it has that same. I feel like it has an astrological vibe, but I haven't dive, dove into Gene Keys. So just FYI, anybody, if you're not into human design, you might be really into Gene Keys. So um, how I use human design, it also tells each person has a clue for alignment so for manifesting generators you'll have for me how i know i'm in alignment and we're a hybrid we're manifestors and generators combined in one type so our alignment is anger or no misalignment is anger oh excuse me anger and frustration and then alignment is peace and satisfaction and isn't that just like to me that is just the coolest thing in the world like what a way a clue to how we can engage in our world and say wait a second i'm very frustrated right now um maybe there's something to this and it's not to be scared of anger or frustration and this is like another part i love about it is that it teaches us to engage with our emotions from an objective place when we've historically been scared of quote unquote bad emotions so now it's like i am frustrated or i am angry what is this what about this um scenario makes me angry or frustrated and it's a huge a beautiful tool for like self-awareness yeah. <laughs> what's flying in front of your face <laughs> <laughs> you guys i know you guys can't see it but she was like waving something in front of her like <laughs> and I was I just... plant flies like circling around my head i'm like get away <laughs> <laughs> and moments like that i would be like what were we talking about what were you thinking it might be a sign because animals are signs too <laughs> they are they are, they are and i love that too. when animals come into yeah. our lives and we see little what do you call them when they're animal signs there's a name for it like totem or totems yes you... totems. oh i love that you we're even talking about this because i was pulling cards yesterday i posted them on my my instagram and I hadn't pulled, I pulled, I hadn't pulled, I have uh, moments of like cycles. Everybody has cycles, okay? Not unique to women. <laughs> Men have cycles in whatever that looks like. Yeah. Um, everybody's um, like their seasonality and things. Like there's a lot of wisdom in nature, is what I'm trying to say. But I had this card deck that I love using all the time. And I had a moment where I was like, okay. We're gonna put you away. Like it's been sitting on my altar for a while, and I haven't touched it. But my client yesterday was like, "Hey, I don't know what to work on today before our session." And she's like, "I know you. Do you like do tarot?" And I was like, "I don't do tarot. I have different types of cards. I don't. I don't have that as an offering, but I do do it for fun if I feel like it in client sessions. And yesterday was just." happened to be that session and I didn't pull cards for her and I don't interpret them for you if you get understand the theme with me is that I am not doing it for you. you're gonna figure out and my my work actually lends to 
people understanding their intuition in their bodies, which is a lot of fun. And I did pull cards for myself yesterday and everything was, everything coming together, inner child and the spirit animal card. And it literally in the description, they talked about totems and I was just like, and then like, when I read the cards, I'm like, what's coming up in my mind? Like when I saw the bear and red spirit animal, the unicorn came up, <laughs> which has like been this really fun thing. I'm really fascinated by the unicorn right now because it's come up in my hypnosis, my personal hypnosis. So any modality that I do, I do want to say I do. I've done them all, and there are some I'm really good in guiding others with like EFT, I do, I assist, I do um, guided EFT with some of my clients if the if that's their chosen modality. I have this whole slew of modalities that I work with people. Like, I'm like, which one do you want to try today? Or I intuit which one that I feel like would be most beneficial for them in the moment. Yeah. But um, I do notice with EFT for myself that because I'm a person who's not not like naturally like empathic like not naturally like everybody's naturally sensitive but like you know how some people are more sensitive than others i'm not i'm i would have previously identified as someone who is stoic so it's really hard for me to get to that place of tapping on my own if somebody guided me through it it would be very easy and i know people who are empathic who could do tapping on their own because they no- notice that emotional rise in them and they can just start tapping away yeah but i'm the, i'm really good at like guiding people through a tapping session so but otherwise i've done all modalities anyways i'm like all over the place but that's just me being a manifesting generator <laughs> and back to, back to the unicorn the unicorn has been showing up for me a lot in hypnosis twice now and it's become the cover of my podcast art like that's my podcast cover and it actually lights my insides out so for generator types anybody who's listening it's whatever lights you up in the gut follow that and another thing that i found human design valuable i'm gonna segue again is (laughs) is that i didn't i noticed that i don't have a relationship with my gut like I didn't know what that light up gut yes that I'm supposed to follow felt like so last year also became when I decided I made this intention for the year last year to follow my my intuition or my gut I had to heal my gut first so that looked like a lot of different things start taking probiotics paying attention to what I eat um paying attention to how much I eat, uh, paying attention to what bothers my tummy, or really sitting in presence, um, and really noticing what my, what is that feeling in my stomach? And I love, human design, I don't know, there's gold, like there's gold under there, and I'm still working out a program on I have a program that wants to come out of me on how to use 
human design from like an action base rather than a knowledge base thing. Yeah. It's it wants to come through. It's not there yet. It'll come through when it's ready. And that's a, the thing that I noticed about my journey. I'll be like, "Okay, there's this thing, there's this idea that wants to come through. I've been wanting to develop a program for human design for quite some time now." But stopped in the tracks. Okay. When you're stopped in your tracks and you're like you're either shitting on yourself for like why can't I make this happen? Well, you're not meant to make things happen. Yeah. Only manifestors are meant to do that when they have the energy for it. Yeah. So, all of a sudden, mm-hmm. when I notice when I'm being stopped in my tracks, my in the state of presence in this moment which is the only real real reality that's happening is the present moment all of a sudden my time expands i have more room there's less pressure and i'm like well i have is this is a moment for pause for that thing that wants to come through but it's not ready yet to come out of me what do i do with this time i have in this moment And I'm at that point where it's well I'm going to go read that book I always wanted to read. Yeah, love. Well, I'm going to go I'm going to go walking like I've been saying I'm going to do for months but I'm too activated in trying to in the doing in the doing and the hustle and the grind. I've been too focused on that on the pressure. And once I release the pressure of money, when I realize I actually am financially stable so I don't have to pressure my business to evolve into to what it wants to be on its own because it's its own separate entity. All of a sudden I have all this time to do all the things I love. Yeah. So yesterday it's I'm going to read that book I've been wanting to read. I'm going to go for that walk. I'm going to go watch some anime because there's nothing wrong with watching cartoons. It's my inner child Anything your inner child want to do there's nothing fucking wrong with that okay no, I'm going to say that I totally because, agree with that. Yes because like a lot of people are like oh you're watching cartoons you're like 40 years old or whatever age like like that's kid stuff and I was like what the fuck we are kids in grown bodies yeah, <laughs> technically <definitely>. nobody <laughs> nobody taught us how to be adults how to engage in our emotions from a healthy place yeah. nobody taught us well i mean okay i'm going to say nobody taught us how to be responsible but that was my path <laughs> i had immigrant parents that didn't know how to function in a more modern society i suppose like they came from a third world country so but not that's not saying that Fortual countries are the shit. Like I really modernity is destroying the world. So maybe there is something like to your cultural past roots. Yeah. There's a lot of wisdom there. And the ancestry has been come came up for me a lot last year. So um which is a cool like a cool thing to explore in hypnosis if anybody ever wants. I did a, a hypnosis session Everybody that I've done hypnosis so far is your or none never mind that was myself but my friend wanted to explore her childhood home mm-hmm. and she she got connected with her her grandparents wow. as her guides yeah. and that was really beautiful oh. yeah 
that was a really fun hypnosis. I have permission to share this. Actually, I want. I'm gonna use this as actually one of my podcast episodes because it's it's a really cool hypnosis. Nice. I have a lot of. I was, hypnosis is so much fun. Like it so is. I love it so much. Like, I could do it all day long. Yeah, bless Dolores Cannon for creating this modality. Like this is. Like, if she had not taken that risk and just followed herself in the 60s, yeah, she did this in a time where that is very taboo. Like, mm-hmm. somebody could have easily, like, like, I don't know, put her in jail, ostracize her, whatever. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. and yeah, and I'm like, how old was she? She must have been in her 50s or something like that. She passed away when she was in 2012 and she was in her 70s maybe i don't know she was an older person engaging in things that were just like outside of the norm yeah and look at the beautiful things that come from taking risks and going outside of the norm like what is even normal what is normal that doesn't even i don't believe that I have like this. I have this weird thing about neurotypicals and neurodivergence. Like, I don't know that. Part of me wonders that if neurotypical is even like real, normal is that a patriarchal concept? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know. I like my 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 thought. Like, it's not something. I. It's like a. I wouldn't even call it a theory. It's like. A thought I like to engage in, and I was like, I don't know that neurotypical is really typical because I don't think I've ever really met somebody who's typical, I guess. Yeah, and then a, it really is like I, a mind boggling thing, <laughs> right? Right? Like, I, like it, it confuses me. It's like, what is, I don't understand. Like, I feel like everybody I know is divergent to a degree, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> totally. I'm right so yeah it's so lovely to talk to you if people want to find you where will they go and how can they find you okay so I have my Instagram and it's C-R-I-S-P-I underscore nachos it's a play on my name I had a lot of fun making that and never changing it so (laughs) you can giggle at it once you figure out what Christian Joy Panachos crispy nachos is my handle on instagram that's where you can reach me like so far all um i've taken down my platforms and i'm like building it back up like building them back up again like how to reach me and stuff so you're just gonna have to dm me (laughs) that's where i am dm me we're gonna have uh like um regular conversation on Instagram with a stranger and I welcome it please I love talking to people (laughs) (laughs) and I'll put it in the show notes as well just so that you know people can just copy and paste it in case yes thank you thank you thank you so much for having me this is so much fun I hope you enjoyed Christian's wonderful wisdom as much as I did and her lovely way of seeing the world she's such an amazing and empowering coach and healer and I'll definitely leave her contacts in the show notes below. Let me just explain a little bit about human design for those of you who don't know. It's similar to astrology in the sense that you need to know your birth time, your birth date and location in order to determine 
your own individual energetic blueprint and it produces a chart kind of it's in the shape of a body and has little triangles and there's lots of things on the chart that looks very complicated and it is in my opinion but you do get a guide of how to find out what the triangles mean and if you have some open areas and closed areas and I'm not very much an expert but it's just just as each one of us has a physical body with systems we can study and learn about to better understand ourselves we also have an energetic body with its own structure and operating instructions might you say human design gives us hints and keys to unlock different qualities that we may already know we have but can confirm to us and it's also really useful because I find that some people can get frustrated especially at work when we're trying to work the way others do and this is a perfect example I'm a manifester and I, I have a ridiculous amount of how would I say <laughs> don't even know how to say this drive and I can do a lot of work like too much in fact and I burn myself out a lot and then I need some rest and time and um, whereas other people like Christian Hussein needs um, a lot of resting time and reflection time and yeah so we all are different and human design can help you understand if you're an empath which I discovered I was and lots of different parts of ourselves that we didn't know maybe we did but it's good to know and have these things confirmed human human design actually combines astrology quantum physics and Kabbalah it really does provide a roadmap for living in alignment with our true nature it's like a manual for our lives and it offers really valuable and wise insights about our own uniqueness and helps us guide us in making decisions that resonate with our authentic selves so it really helps us be our 100% person the person that we're supposed to be I'll also leave some links to help you discover your human design if you haven't already and I hope you enjoy that discovery because I got very excited about it all together and then Christian talked about totems and how she implements them with her her clients sometimes and they come I think she was referring to them as card totems but originally totems were representations of a family or a clan a tribe uh, or some sort of individual and they were associated with spiritual significance like ancestry or animal spirits and they can take the form of animals plants natural elements and even celestial bodies so if you can imagine totem like a uh, pack of totem cards could be similar to a pack of tarot which is what um, Christian's client was asking Um, but Christian kind of generally 
gets guidance from her totem cards. Um, in Native American cultures, and also Australian Aboriginal cultures, African cultures, and specific island communities, totems were used quite a lot um, in different ancient cultures all around the world. Um, and different cultures used totems differently with different symbols and they would call upon their totems for guidance especially if they were embarking on a journey or you know they needed help in making a transition and all you need to do is you know when you do connect with your totem you can call it like a guide really a guide or even a little angel whichever you can resonate with more Basically, you can call upon your totem, your totem animal or your totem insect or whichever in order to guide you through hard times. Um, they give you guidance and protection and personal empowerment, empowerment. They give you spiritual insights, healing, balance. And it's lovely because it's. I love the idea of implementing totems into into our lives I haven't got a set of cards yet but I will get one because you we're bringing back ancient wisdom well I'm sure it's already here never went anywhere but you know we're we're bringing those ancient ways of wisdom you know into our lives which is honoring them and honoring our ancestors which is lovely so I'll also send you a link about totems. Now I'm not an expert, so you please do your own research. Anything I ever say, you know, if it resonates, that's great. If it doesn't, well, that's no problem at all. And I always recommend doing your own research. And, you know, because you might find something absolutely more expansive or deeper and more resonant. So I hope you have enjoyed this episode this week very excited about next week's episode since it's the year of the dragon that's all i'm gonna say so looking forward to next week and i'm looking forward to you all lending your ears again next week because next week's episode is going to be exciting take care